Welcome to Redeeming Qualities, the podcast and not how men speak, but how friends speak. I'm joined right now with Mark. Go ahead hey, and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Mark's Abway, Marco Rastafari Unicorn on Instagram. What's up? You know, and uh, real quick, Mark usually kind of blows through all this stuff. Check him out, Sadboy Marco on uh, on Spotify. Definitely worth a listen. Um, it was my highest artist of the year that Thank I listened you. to. Thank so, you. Um, just so everybody knows that Spotify is doing a wrap up, and you can kind of see your listening tendencies, who you listen to most, what you listen to the most. And uh, before we begin, I wanted to kind of give a couple of statistics about this podcast. So the wrap-up for Spotify, it happens, uh, Mark, do you think sometime in October is when they yeah, do the wrap-up for the year? Yeah, they started off, yeah, October, I would say. All right, so at October, this podcast had released 24 episodes, almost 2,000 minutes of content. A lot of you guys listen. That's badass. <laughs> between 11 a.m., and 5 p.m. And yeah, uh, there's a lot of you guys listening to this podcast more than any other podcast. And you know, I, I just wanted to send a thank you out there. When we started this thing, I didn't think anyone was going to even listen to us. I thought it was going to kind of be a thing for me and Mark and Danny. But the fact that some you guys are listening, it really is encouraging. And, you know, it makes us want to keep doing this. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. Yeah, it's very hype. I uh, thank you, too. Badass. All right, enough pandering to these bitches. Let's get into the podcast. <laughs> uh, man, so, I mean, yeah. We wanted to, we were talking, and this is something that came up is, uh, sorry, that big Speak, Speaking of bitches. Speaking <laughs> is emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's this whole thing there that, especially veterans and men, is that we're bad with emotions, right? Right. We constantly get, you know, the, the, whole, the whole idea of, oh, uh, you don't share your emotions with me, or you're not, you know, doing this, you know, sorry, what's the word? Or you don't share enough. You don't do these different, different type of things. So we kind of wanted to uh, have an episode where we just talk about the good and the bad of emotions. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mark, what do you want to... Hit it. We said we're going to do the big three today. The big you three know, gonna... I want to completely. I want to talk about shaming language too. We're talking about like there's this there's this language of like either one two things. One, uh, men don't men don't do therapy enough, or men don't talk uh, about their emotions, or men don't deal with their emotions, or men can't express them, or you are emotionally a rock, right? Or these type of statements that they use. But it's really like this thing of like uh, you know I want to get. That's, that's just the overall, like, statement of the, you know, of, of how men are processing things. And uh, I think there's a misconception, one. And yeah. two, uh, it's like, it's a way to get a desired result as well, though. Mm. It's this way to get you to say things the way that they would like to hear them, right? Instead of them actually actually find, spending time understanding maybe how what this person is actually saying right um so that's one and two when you do if men do start expressing themselves then here comes who hurt you 
Or wow, you're <laughs> whoa, you're <laughs> whoa, you're kind of sensitive. Whoa, you're crying. I don't, I don't want no man that's crying. So we're in this weird box, and I don't. Regardless of whether we say it's the, the men culture or American culture or just overall the patriarchy, uh, I think that it's been, I think that it's been definitely perpetuated by the women in our lives as well. Um, that's. Or us, us. Of course, other guys. I'm not just and, spreading the blame here, but and, it's just you know, been like, it's not just men, you know? And here's the thing, too. Like, you know, let's put out the disclaimer right away. Is we are fucking people. We are people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that Danny? That is Danny. Yes, it hey, is. Hey, well, we just, we just got kicked off. We're talking about emotions. Oh, so, God. So, so if you want to uh, listen up for a bit, see where we're at, uh, you kind of get a good idea and just jump in whenever you feel like. Yeah, lay it out, boys. Let's talk <clears throat> so, feelings. I feel like, I feel like, one of the biggest things is there's a, there's a conflation of emotions and communication. Ooh, like, okay. Yeah. yeah, saying that, oh, you're not emotional or you don't communicate are two different things that often get put together as it's one thing. And I don't believe that to be true. There's a lot of times, uh, you know, as a man, especially growing up with a, a Mexican father with, you know, all the machismo and men are this way and women do this and men's job is this and women's job is this, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of that that I grew up with that I've had to overcome just to, you know, kind of be with the society and, you know, treat my girls you know, in a way that is acceptable, you know, in this way. So there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we are not, we're not generations beyond you know, the 70s, like my, my parents were born in the 40s and 50s. I still carry the baggage of their parenting and their view, worldviews into now. Right. Jesus. Because you had to deal with just what they dealt with, them, them yes. working through their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing. So, you know, when guys are closed off, it's not like a... And the other thing, too, is... There is a nice, relaxing, it's, all, it's almost meditative to sit there and just not think of anything. And all the time, everybody here, self-care, self-care, this, that, the other. You need to be taking care of yourself. You know, you need to meditate. You need to do all these things. But when we are doing things that get us in a meditative state, like playing video games, playing games, it's considered a waste of time because they don't see it as the same thing. It does not via. It does not sit within their their realm of how they would like us to be spending time. They want it to be focused. Why don't you do a nice mud mask, right? Or why don't you do your nails? I don't understand. Your nails are always so scratchy. Why wouldn't you like to take care of the hat? Why don't you read me a nice poem? That would be cool. It's like, yeah, you're saying why don't I be in service to you <laughs> somehow? Why does why does it? Yeah. Look, let me change gears. I want to go in inward, and I just don't want to make this a Mark complaining about bitches thing here, first of all. (laughs) You don't don't want to be a misogynist? God, it was funny. I was getting ready to comment on it. That's what I don't want to do. Let me relax. But overall, um, you know what I'm saying? It has been, it is going to be an entire journey my whole life to to be like, oh shit, I'm a person and I feel, dang, how did that make me feel? And why do I react these type of ways, regardless of who I'm around, you know? Um, So that's really what this is about. 
Um, that. You have these situations where you leave somebody behind and there's this expectation or like you're hoping that the relationship will last and then it just doesn't. And you get used to this, this constant like, you kind of get to the point where you're like, I want to be with a person who's able to deal with this lifestyle, not this is the person that I want to be with type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I remember us talking about that. I get what you're saying. I mean, I get it too. If I mean, at least I think I get what you're saying. Like as far as I always felt like, what's the point? And I mean, this is, it's almost the way for like, not just relationships with women, but like friends too. It's like, what's the point? You're going to go get stationed somewhere else. You eventually lose touch. Like you two are probably some of the only people that I haven't lost touch with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just got so used to like next duty station, next set of friends, next place, next set of friends. Like everything was always changing. Um, Yeah. So I can relate to it. And and that's exactly what I'm talking about. What, I mean, I guess I, you know, I didn't bring up new set of underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Whose underwear am I wearing today, boys? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that that's underwear my wear today. It's hilarious. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, exactly that. Like you just get very used to just like not shutting down, but like okay, it's over, move on. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's considered yeah. like callous, but it's like a nature. It's like a, a nature versus nurse, nurture. You your emotions develop in a way where you're able to just shut it off and move on. Well, yeah, because you're told this. You know, nobody gives a fuck about anything. You know, mm. hey, nobody gives a fuck if you're, you know, dying. Like, that's essentially kind of where you get to. Like, hey, if you're going to die, like, go over there and die, but keep your fucking mouth shut. You know? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. And feelings are the least important thing that's happening right now. Like, I mean, one of the biggest things, you know, obviously we're all Marines. The, the order of precedence of what's important is number one. The mission. And then number two is your family. It's yeah. literally that selfish. It's like, hey, <laughs> right. you got shit going on at home, but fuck that. It's something that, that you got to be doing instead. I mean, yeah, it's just I'm like gonna the Bible, tell you though, right? Doesn't the family? Bible say the same thing? Oh, what does the Bible say? I mean, isn't it God and then everybody else? Ooh, I mean, it's true. It's just another religion, bro. Mm, Ooh, that's, that's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. That is very true. But don't all those uh, people get those tattoos that say God, corn, country? So that yeah. is, is that slightly different? Then there's no wife. I hope the people are single. <laughs> <laughs> That's vicious. That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's I think it's so when you get trained, topic. you get trained to think about, hey, oh, this is what I'm gonna do with my emotions, or to file them off. Uh, in that way and you're still human so of course you're still more like yeah I'm, i love my wife she's fucking actually loves me or i love whoever i'm with or i love my family or these are these, this is what's important to me yeah you, you of course you have to deal with those some people take that shit seriously some people actually do put the marine corps in front of everybody and that's oh how shit I, <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say family some people take that shit seriously no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, bro, like kids and shit. No, no, no. Some Fucking people weirdos. really do take the record <laughs> first, like actually in their mind, do that shit first. And, and like, I, I want to see. 
hard on for it where it's like wow dude really um i mean i get it yeah those those guys that would brag about being at work we were here in 1900 like yeah why the work still exists you're gonna whine about missing christmas yeah bitch yeah, you think that's cool? Bit. What is cool? Like, or my favorite part about it is like, we made the deadline. It's like, you made up a fictitious number yeah. that that's arbitrarily out. put out there. Like, we, we want it by Friday. Why? Just because I said I wanted it by Friday. It's like, and then some people are like, I got I to gotta do it by Friday. It's like, it doesn't really need to be done by then. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember how big of a fucking deal they made about a flight schedule getting published and like okay for the listeners like back when uh we were doing day-to-day operations in a regular regular peace time well i guess i was never in during peacetime but like back stateside like anytime fucking i've already bobbled all my words all over the place i already forgot it, what I'm it's saying. A, it's a piece of ske- it's a schedule for the next day it's a schedule for the next day. And most of the time, you don't even know what's on the schedule by the time it gets published because it takes all day to get the next day's thing out. And they're very particular about everything being right. And I just remember half of the time, you don't even follow what's on there anyway. The only time it's actually important is if there's actually flights going on. And that's not all the time. And I don't get how you can take like 10 people and have them work on a document all day that's like hey tomorrow we're gonna do this and like it's like three meetings worth of stuff and it takes all of these people all day and like you're saying you big deal the whole thing if one thing is wrong and it's like okay we got it in by this time it's published and it's like all of that you made it such a high stress situation just to tell people something you could have just stood everybody out there at the end of the day, told them in three minutes and then dismissed them. Yeah. Yeah. The signatures, the rewrites, the mistypes, the passing back, up, <laughs> the, right? the, the running around. And I think that they just like you standing there, like waiting for them, looking it over and signing it. It is important. I'm not going to act like it's not important, especially with flights and stuff like that. And when there's, you know, what is it called? Uh, conflicts. I get that. I, I keep that. Mm, but it's like, not you know, that important. That, you said not that important? No, you could just like literally, hey, Marines, like uh, tomorrow, 1300, Sergeant Major is going to talk to us. Make sure you're here. Boom. That would have been like an entire day's worth of information that took like hours to write with 10 Marines running around all over. I think well, don't they, everybody don't wants they to they have like daily rhythms. Do they feel I don't happy? know. I mean, I was in charge of the section. And I don't even remember it. <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember how to route that bitch. <laughs> I see the use of it. Regardless, what we're talking about is the fact that making things way more difficult than they need to be and making that the mission. And then sometimes motherfuckers don't even leave at the end of the day for the next day. It's terrible. Oh, or yeah. You remember shit like, hey, if the Marines aren't doing anything, you need to have them ready. And they're like wanting people to sit down on the wall, like on chairs and just like wait to be summoned. Yeah. Yes. Remember that? Oh yeah. my god! I was like, well, "Are we really resorting to this?" Like, Fez, were you there for that? Um, probably, but oh, I probably uh, I wasn't there that much longer because I don't know if you remember. Like, it was we got back and then the unit was done. Right. So yeah, it was kind of. I really wasn't there for that long. 
just basically you got there pumped on that one deployment with us and then I was gone. Yep, basically. Yeah, you left and I left right after you. Hmm. So but I'm just saying like, yeah, we, we, we have this job where it's like all of our emotion is put into this, this, this job. And then it's like, you get done, you're like, I don't want like bad emotions. I just want to be happy. And it's like, and happiness isn't always like, you know what I'm saying? Like where you like, you school your, your face all the time at work where you're like, Hey, I'm just going to be this even killed person. And then you get home and it's like, that's who you are. Like the, what you, the way you behave at work kind of becomes who you actually are a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it, it becomes difficult to switch, switch gears. Right. Yeah. You know. um, it becomes difficult to switch gears. Also, you are, you're learning to cope and deal with these situations in a certain way, which a lot of it is just ignoring what a feeling is, ignoring that you just got shit on, ignoring that because there's something else that's not, that's before you, right? And, you know, oh, okay, someone just screamed at me for something that hasn't done nothing to me, or someone just gaslighted me, or someone just fucked with my head, or something like that. Yeah. That doesn't matter. I got this done. I got this thing done, right? That's not the way, actually people function that's not the way anybody functions out in the regular world and, and even beyond like this whole transitioning into the real world thing like people just learning to treat themselves yeah. <laughs> poorly and then like so now you already like put all this on you now you're walking around and you're wondering why uh you didn't properly communicate with somebody hey that was gonna be a really stressful moment for me or i really need this emotionally to get this done or i really it would this thing was really important to me and i just was trying to tell you that but maybe i didn't make it a, make it sound as important to you you know uh, or even just the even just like like uh this is one of those things that you know having a common last name like martinez you know getting told that you need to go talk to somebody and then they yell at you for 20 minutes don't let you talk and by the time they let you talk you're like that's like, not raise me. your hand. You're like, I don't think this is me. I was like, is this a different <laughs> Martinez? And it's like, and you have to just sit there, take a yelling for yeah. not even you. And you're like, huh, okay. And it's like, you just can't show emotion all this time. And it's like, there's the expectation. Like, you can just get yelled at for 20 minutes and be okay. So, but it's also going to make that, that, so person mad yes to be happy when it's time to be happy you know what i'm saying oh it's funny you say that fez because i got so used to like exactly what you're saying sit there shut up just get yelled at and like you just get so accustomed and used to it um to the point where like even in my job now in the civilian world i remember i was doing uh i was doing a task for the day at work and buddy of mine is doing something and i was like hey boss man said you know like don't get rid of those um if they're under three um if they're over three feet you know and the guy's like ah fuck that so he's like throwing the stuff away in the dumpster uh and somebody comes by later on and they start yelling at me for like the task you know and i'm just sit there and i'm like yeah man so it's my boss screaming at me um he's all pissed off like what the fuck did i tell you i'm like hey you know sorry it won't happen again um and then later on my boss comes over to me he's like hey that wasn't you that did that i was like no it wasn't me that did and he's like well why didn't you say something while i was yelling at you and i was like i mean i just was gonna let you yell and then go about your day um and it made me really he was like dude if you didn't do it you need to tell me that like hey i didn't do this thing 
And I'm like, yeah, that was weird for me to like, w- until what you're saying right now. It's like, I just got so used to like, okay, somebody's yelling, let them yell. Um, and you quit caring. Okay. Like what we're talking about is thing. disassociating and like when a moment is sucky you're outside in negative degree weather and you just need to go inside your body someone's yelling at you you're standing out of the you're standing at a formation for a long ass time and they're yelling at everybody you do nothing wrong or you just have to stand <laughs> there or you're at work for super long because somebody doesn't like their family so they make you stay yeah. you learn to disassociate and sit there and go inside of your mind and just go to a this other place to where this sucks but i don't really care just let the moment pass because i know time will pass right and my, like, my wife's leaving me so you motherfuckers are gonna suffer dude so now we learn to do this when i get into a weird place situation with anybody i like zone out i just go to another place and then once that's done i'm like okay cool we done here but they don't see the the what the effect of it on my face or they don't see you know me a change in there because i just left for a second <laughs> you know i did what i did to cope and so it's just like how bad is that and then they're like you don't have emotion it's like oh no no i, I just took a break i went on vacation while you were while you were doing whatever bullshit you were doing you know i just process it i go through it differently like I, i've learned how to do that like i yeah a bottle so, it all in until I can't take anymore, then cry like a bitch. Yes, yes. Or you know, I just kick my dog. No, just I don't have a dog. I'm joking. <laughs> but I just like take it out on wrong other weird ass things, right? Um. So like, it's just bad. Um. So that is uh that is now should everybody be also like you know this whole idea that everybody should be just bleeding you know, bleeding hearts or wilting flowers that are just constantly talking about their emotions or telling everybody everything they go through, you know, which is, I feel like sometimes the world I'm in. Um, yeah. I don't know or, if that's how everybody should be still. Or, or, the, or the fact of the matter is like sometimes something happens and people expect you to feel something. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this yeah, is so unimportant to me, mm-hmm. and that makes people mad at you. Like, why? Why you don't you don't care about this? You don't care about that? You don't care if somebody gets hurt? It's like, no, it doesn't fucking bother me. Like, like that's the, the other thing too. Is like when you're trained to just fucking you know like accept orders, and you know basically like, hey, these guys need to get blown up. All right, let's go ahead and start the nine line. Nothing. Yeah. So when something so unimportant happens. It just never hits. It doesn't even hit that prior priority. It's like if somebody sneezes, oh shit, should I be over there going God bless you, and you know be all over it? It's like no, it's not even important. <laughs> you know, the one thing I think I'm told the most that actually drives me fucking nuts is like when people are like, well, if you somebody were to ask me how I feel about something and I were to say it, and they're like, well, it doesn't seem that way. And then I'm like, I am consistently told that I'm not feeling the way I feel. Ooh, you know what I mean? So for ooh. the last, like, especially with stuff that's going on in my life lately, it's like, hey, I feel like this. You know, I may come up and be like, I feel like I'm not being heard or I feel like that. And it's like, well, yeah, you are. And I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck's the point of a feeling, right? Why, why are other people going to tell me, hey, you feel this way? You know what I mean? Like, I've always been told. Oh, your emotions are all fucked up. And I'm like, I can sit there and tell some, yeah, that's true. I believe you because I've been told that so much. But 
I do feel these things. And when I tell you I feel these things, you telling me I don't, it's just reinforcing the fact Why that I Why should I express myself? I yeah, exactly. So for me, I can't express, like, I can't do a relationship with a woman because of that. Like, I will say things, I'll be told other things, or I'll be told, well, you need to be this way, you know, or you need to react this way. If somebody, um, like, I've, I, I Hold on, Danny. With- I got to ask you a question real quick. Because you just said, I can't have a relationship with a woman. Men are still on the table, correct? Absolutely. That's what I've been telling you. <laughs> a real like, listener wish- with strong hands and thick thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has and money. And some money. And I want some security. Money. <laughs> and um, a good work ethic with some elbow grease. Strong back. <laughs> I want him to be slightly blue collar, but still educated. Oh, okay. um, you know, like those working man hands. This is uh, I'm telling you, seven eights, dude. If I could fuck a dude, I swear <laughs> to God, I'd be done with women. Um, not, I don't have any problems with women. I'm not the misogynist here in the group. Um, but yeah, go on I, about I, how you have problems with women, though. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on about how you have. That's like shit. Uh, yeah, you're not the misogynist of the group. I don't think that. Um, you know, um, I am. <laughs> yes, that's the one that can actually keep a relationship going. That's the one that's in a loving, the most loving relationship I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I totally feel that. My um, the whole like you express yourself, and then they either invalidate or just it, it, people in general. I'm not even gonna just say women right now. People mm. just when you say what you feel, and then they're saying you can't feel that. I'm talking about me, and then they're saying um, uh, how did how did what. What did I do for that? Or uh, how do you feel that way? Or like invalidating what you're saying or just dismissing it. You don't feel that way, dude. No, no way you can feel that way because I didn't do anything. It's like, whether I don't know how it happened, but this is what the situation made me feel. Talk about Mark, you know? Right. So uh, then that's like, you, you know, you talk about yourself doesn't even go through. And I realize people are just like, uh, no, like, dismiss, like, no, I don't allow you to tell me that that's what you just went through. Um, a big thing for me has been like, uh, I say something and my tone, first of all, they haven't, when we get down to what the argument is and then we find out what they, why we're arguing and they say what I said and they agree with what I said. And then they just say, I don't like the way you said it. (laughs) (laughs) You, you just, the way you said it, trying to say that underneath what you're saying you really feel, I feel like you're saying this. Like, you know, you feel like this about it or you were, you must love it or you must really hate it because of the tone you're saying it. So you're making me say this. So then I, then I start getting really angry because I'm like, so you, you did agree with me the whole time when I was repeating myself, but you just wanted me to, you, you know, what do I deal with that? How do, my tone, you're telling me you don't like my personality or how I express it, you know? And so like, uh, that's been happening to me a lot with so many different people, friends and women in my life and other things. And I just don't like that shit uh, makes it. And I experiment with it. Now I try and talk super nice. Or also it's about the fact that I don't do an upward inflection. I don't ask oh. nice a question. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yes. You know like who does that a lot? I'm not sure about me. it. Danny, Danny is the upward inflection guy. All the time. I, I, I So... This is one thing I had that, to tiptoe around conversation as a kid because I was worried I was going to get fucked up all the time. And so, uh, me, 
I, I, in the same thing as a kid, it didn't matter what, like my, my mom believed in mass punishment. Something was broken. And I understand her now because kids everybody gives these lies. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, like, you know, my, me and my wife, you know, like, uh, our, our, our thing that we say all the time is like, oh, the ghost did it. The ghost must have fucking did this because none of our kids are going to admit it. Mm. And it's like, it's one of those things that's kind of funny, but yeah, I, uh, my brother I broke a window. My brother yeah, broke but, a window and he said the hatchling slasher did it. Okay, well, go ahead, Darius. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened? Remember the, remember on, um, Remember on SpongeBob, they had this like this uh, this bad. It was a scary movie episode, and it was the Hashling Slasher that was around. No. Oh, it was an episode where it was like a, a scary movie, and it was the Hashling Slasher. My little brother was doing shit, bad things around the house, and was saying the Hashling Slasher did it. It's hilarious. That's fantastic. Yes. You know, it's funny. I have a really shit memory, as you guys know, but uh, my brother was just over here. We had a little birthday celebration for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sitting here, and he's like. Yeah, dude, uh, you remember dad used to beat us? I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember getting, like, whooped up on a little bit. And he's like, so my brother's telling uh, my my childhood uh, my childhood best friend's mom about it. Uh, and he's like, I had totally forgot. He's like, yeah, you remember when you took the blame for me because we got caught uh, downloading porn on uh, Napster or LimeWire? He's like, um, you took the blame for me and dad choked you till you almost passed out. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, that was one of the things that I was thinking as far as, uh, emotional stuff, like you go through these big things and shut it down. And I think that was happening before the Marine Corps and the Marine Corps, I was like already used to it. And it's like, oh yeah, sweet. I can shut this off. Um, and I think it kind of pulls people in that type of position into it. Cause I think you meet a lot of weirdos like us in the Marine Corps because of that. Yeah. Um, that I want to go back into parents, but de- and definitely talk about how it's even deeper than Marine Corps. But Danny, I mean, uh, Fez, you were talking about like ghosts, the Ghostbusters in your house. Oh, no, 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 just me, not, not the Ghostbusters. No, just <laughs> basically like something's broken and none of my kids did it ever. And it's like, well, I guess the ghost did it because kids don't want to, you know, admit it. And I'm, that's why I was like, I kind of so understand my mom. I'm just going, get online. And then beating all of us, and then she doesn't have to deal with it. She doesn't like. <laughs> I feel like I spend so much energy playing detective that it's like, all right, you were where were you when you said this? Okay, uh, you were in the bedroom, Scarlett. Where you know, you know, like each of the kids like listening them out and trying to figure out what happened. Okay. My parents are just like, f that, just beat them all. Punishment's done. We move so on let me ask lives. you this then, Feds, because this is the result of this happened in the Marine Corps, like the mass punishment thing. Eventually, it happens enough, and the dude that starts fucking up gets fucked up by the masses. Were your siblings like, did that happen? If you guys were getting fucked up by your parents, like, say that your brother was the culprit, and you guys again like fucked up all the time for him, would you guys then start getting pissed off and start snitching on them extra? No. Okay. So oh. great, great uh, conversation. Uh, Ramon usually was the one that would get us in trouble. Like, my brother pushed me off a roof, broke my arm. And he bought my silence with $50 as an eight year old in like 1992. A $50 50 bucks, 50 bucks, dude. I was how many Pokemon cards? What happened to your arm, bro? How did you how'd you get your arm fixed? Um, so my right arm, uh, base no, it was just dislocation. So, like, you know, uh, he calls my mom and he's like, Hey, mom, uh, we need you to take clicks for the hospital. She's like, No, I don't. So, mom's like, Okay, so he like stops, he's like, Okay. 
you know, because, okay, I'll, I'll tell this from the beginning. <laughs> like, all right, you go start at the call. So, the football got thrown on the roof. And I was like, I'll go get it. And I jump up there and get it. And there's a way to crawl down from the roof or there's a way to jump down. And my brother, he decides to get up there as well. And then, he, you know, we throw it off the roof. And then he jumps off the roof, right? It's like, it's like a, maybe like eight and a half feet, right, from the, uh, from the awning and into a sandbox. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, I, I can't jump, Ramon. Just show me one more time, right? And I'll jump. Ramon jumps again, and I don't jump. So then, like, the third time, I was like, Ramon, just one more time. I swear to God, if you, uh, you know, come up here and show me to, how to jump, I'll jump. You know, I was just too scared, right? So the third time Ramon comes up, I hear this, tap, 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 poof. And, like, he just ran, <laughs> he ran and shoved me off the roof, right? <laughs> and you Ramon, talking so much. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if Ramon is wrong here. You were being annoying. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> And Three times? Fuck you. Come on, bro. <laughs> this is he, a bad joke. And my, my guess is I probably still wouldn't have jumped at that point. I was too scared. You'd be up that roof still now. So then I was like trying to get up and I was like, Ramon, I think my arm's broken. He's like, no, it's not. He jumps off. And then he gets me up. He lifts up and my arm just falls back the other way. And he starts <laughs> crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. Ramon's like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. And he starts crying. Because he already knows his world is over. Yeah, he's in trouble. He doesn't yeah. care about you. He knows he's in trouble. Yeah, so he calls my mom. And then, like, during the entire time, he's like, okay, so what are you going to say? What are you going to say? So he's trying to build up, like, the what happens. Like, no, no, you threw the football down to me. And then you jump. Remember, I was never on the roof. <laughs> you know? I was like, okay. I threw the football down. He's like, okay, I'll get you 50 bucks. Hey, yo. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I uh, I ate candy like every single day. I was gonna say, is that what started your candy obsession? Walking home from school, <laughs> probably. Yeah, so I had money to... fifty bucks, and you're dealing with obesity forever. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just told your mom, man. Yeah, it's not my make... fault. Ramon was pumping me full of candy. Yeah, I mean, he was a puppet. He gave me the money. Swine. I did. I mean, drug I dealers did. get dealt for. I mean, they're getting charged for whatever happens after they distribute. But. Yeah, okay. I, like going back all the way to where this started, I didn't know what that up inflection was. When Danny talks sometimes, I'm like, is up he talking. asking or is he? Yeah, up. T- it's it, yeah. It almost. Connie almost covered it. Covered it. I think I think Connie Chung covered it actually, which is hilarious. Wait, what? what Connie Chung covered it on like whatever news thing she used to be allowed to be like a new linguistic thing that is covering this the, the country right now up talking where people ask questions we have mary here from the university of colorado that studied it what do you know mary and then this lady sounds like students that are making it easier for people to understand them. It is a linguistic thing that is blah, 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 and they show kids doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, you guys want to buy some candy for my uh, fraternity? And then you guys can come to it? And then, like, they just show all these kids on the campus doing it and what it means in the culture and, like, where we're getting and, like, all the shit. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm that guy. I should be in sales. I mean, um... I think that, like, oh, dude, I'm doing sales again. And, like, yeah, the idea of you can do that up to a certain point. So, yeah, I'm experimenting with that. People don't want you to just declare in regular conversations. For you to speak a truth, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, 
the weather shows it's going to be 70. It's going to be 65. So you might want to wear a light jacket, you know? Now, okay, that could be wrong or right. It's a truth that it's going to be 65 degrees. You may be from Florida and that's freezing to you. You might be from a cold place and that don't matter. But those parts, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff. But these are the type of things that get in the argument. Bro, what? I don't know. I like how you told me I need to wear a jacket or because it's 65. You don't know what I need to wear. Don't tell me what I need to wear. These are the long arguments you can get into just because you'd be like, so you might want to wear a jacket, right? It's like they think you're not giving them a choice by just saying it declaratively, you know? And that's like what the gall of you, the audacity of you to speak with speak to speak with truth and not question as you're saying it. Um, that's what I take it as. And maybe I'm just getting upset because I feel like I'm young and so and I haven't made enough money yet for people to just trust me. So it's coming from my own insecurities, really. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like you don't trust me because I don't I haven't done enough for you yet, or I haven't done enough in the public eye for you to not for you to just take my word as face value. Um so that's well, annoying. Mark, maybe it's just because they don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> my skin tone is this what you want no. to do no, I'm just like, I, know. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say friends with the racist joke I guess no no no, 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 Mark, no. I'm joking Mark earlier was like uh, he's like well people say they just didn't like the way my tone was when I said this right yes no I was just trying to make it racist I was joking ah. I knew it wasn't I knew it was <sighs> skin tone um, I know it's tonality and I know see how I'm just talking like this and I'm just I know it's this and I know that I'm gonna do this and I know that uh, these people Why are you talking monotone boy thank you why don't, you put a, why don't you put a question in that statement like Danny man um, it makes me feel away and then I mean, the, honestly I, I'm, I'm no one to talk about like this is the way you should speak to be like I have had some of the weirdest things happen and I'm like to other people I feel like that's normal for example this one and it's not really that related to it but I was um, messing around um in a short-term relationship with somebody. Um, and I remember one day it was uh, coming by and the individual's like uh, playing an instrument and singing, right? And I'm like, walk by and I see it and go downstairs, do something else. And then later on, it's like, well, how, how come you don't like when I do this thing? I'm like, well, I, I, what? Like, why don't I like it? You know, well, you don't stop and ever like watch or listen or watch me do that thing, you know? And I'm like, and that does that means I don't like she like had a hobby this. that you think she didn't you didn't come yeah, by and basically because I wasn't reacting in the way and I remember like and well music just doesn't move you the same way it does to me and I'm like yeah, yeah. you're right and then that, that's an argument and I'm like you're right is I'm, I'm telling you that is a correct statement what you I agree I with you I don't react that way to it you know like I'll dance I love to dance but I don't like it doesn't hit me in the feels you know like I don't sit there I'm, like sorry you know and i've always had people that are like you don't like this thing because you reacted this way i'm like dude no like everybody has their own idea of how you should react to something and then based off of what you like you're going to change those things anyway so i feel like i just keep my mouth shut with other people's shit and that really upsets them well and then there's also the thing is you know, my daughter one time, you know, she's like, why don't you watch me practice like the other parents do? I'm like, I'm not a loser. And she got, she, got, she, she got really mad about that because I was like, I'm not a loser. Like, what do you mean? I was like, when you have an event, I'll come watch. But when you don't have an event, like, 
that's that's like my parents never came and watched my practice. Like, well, you shouldn't want to watch somebody practice. You should want well, maybe they sucked. Exactly. Or no, your parents. That's true. That could Whoa. be true. Wow, this is the real work we're doing now. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe yeah, you learned that from your parents and they like, weren't even good. I'm not doing it for mine. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like no, 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 and that's not the thing too. It's like like it makes you want to do good. So the times that they do see you, you do better because if you get used to your most mediocre attempts being applauded, that's who you're going to be. Yeah, that's but what, what if I, I don't that, see where my kid is starting from and watching the progress all the way through. If I'm like the dad that just shows up for the games and I think like, oh, you know, my kid just got this natural talent. What if I didn't realize all the work my kid's been putting in? Okay, so look, 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 wait, wait, before we answer back to that, this is the part of the conversation that I was going through. We talked about parents and how, you know, we think we were fucked up before the Marine Corps and we think we were fucked up before we even dated these women. It was our parents, right? And so my next question was, you know, okay, seeing how your parents, the things that happened with your parents and how they fucked you up some, do you guys, are, do you guys ever, like, catch yourself being a parent and being like, holy fuck, either I am breaking a generational curse by not doing what my dad and parents did to me there, or fuck, I could be causing a bigger issue just right there by what I just did. Um, yeah. And I make that... cognitive efforts to address those things. You know what I mean? It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like you fall back, like Spez is saying, you know, he's like, my parents didn't. And it's like, you could say that statement for a lot of things that you do and you don't even realize you're doing them. You know, mm. like, oh, I feel like I, that happens a lot, especially I, to me. I, I agree with you, Danny, completely on that. I think that that's a lot of the time. But when, and I also agree with this statement, like cognitive effort, like making a choice, not falling into patterns. But for example, mm-hmm. like when my daughter's like, you know, like, why don't you want to watch me practice? It's like, well, you know, one of the answers is that I want to see you do your best. I don't want you to get frustrated by me seeing you fail numerous times. Or during practice, I might be doing something else on my phone. Like all these other parents are there. They're on their phone. Some of them are engaged. Some of them are watching practice. Like, but I don't want you to see me being bored with what you're doing. I want mm-hmm. you to see me when you're performing or you're, you're uh, competing and I'm focused in on you. That's the only reason I'm there for you is laser focus on you. That's see, it's the funny type you say of thing. that. That's the exact thought I have when I say, like, if I'm going to be there, it needs to be focused on you. Like, for me, with, like, the music example I used before, I sit there and I paint my little nerd toys, my miniatures, right? I don't want somebody walking past, stopping, and just staring at me while I do that. So for me, I'm like, I find it respectful when I'm practicing or doing my thing when I'm left the fuck alone, you know? So to me, I'm thinking, oh, don't just sit there and stare at this person while they do something, like, give them space to operate and then to that person that's offensive you know and it's like that's where i think that's where the chase to get along with people becomes so difficult and then vaginas confuse that because you feel like hey well i really have to have this person because they have this thing that i like Mm. Mm. Um. otherwise i'd fuck dudes I mean, I, I I hear the argument all the time, like from women, like men suck so bad. I, I know that I know that sexuality isn't a choice because men suck so bad. And if I could, I would choose women because they're way better, right? And I never hear it from the other side. But I just want to say that's very groundbreaking jokes you're making, Danny. Uh, or you think so? Truth. Yeah, it's you know, Mark. I'm I'm thinking I might take up stand up, not because I'm any good at it, but I live in Seattle, and these, these it'd be an easy place to do it. 
Oh, because of they're so what leaning it's just, in a certain. It's just square. Yeah, this place is really uh, really set. Like L.A., everybody's all PC, but then the funny thing is to do is like to talk shit on the opposite side of PC. Like you don't conform to what everybody else does mm-hmm, here. Yes. Like people would get like mad. They would get mad if you made like any kind of joke against being PC. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, some, you guys watch, watch that Michael Che one I was talking you about? You do realize that a whole bunch of people have left LA. The comedy scene in LA, I'm, no one's complaining about it because they don't realize it, but, like, a lot of people left. Like, Tom Segura left. Joe Rogan left. Like, a whole bunch of other comedians don't even live here anymore. They get up, but they really travel out of town. Like, the clubs are not, like, packed with hitters like they were every single night. And I'm not, it's, a lot of it's because of the pandemic, but some of it's because they were just like, yo, this shit's getting a little bit you know, just a way. Taxes extra and everything. That. Okay, there was a whole bunch of reasons. That's the why. Yes, yes. So, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm hearing you. You asked a question, though? Did you ask a question? What did you say? Oh, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, no. you guys make cognitive efforts to not fuck your kids up like your parents did. And I think that's great. Uh, the thing about practice and or what some people feel like you should watch the kids do, you know, every little bit. And some people would say that, hey, it's good to have them in the background or in the background while I'm fucking up and doing good. But some of them are like, no, I actually sucked really bad and I would just be embarrassed. <laughs> right? you know? I'm so, thankful my dad never showed was, up to any of my shit because I, I sucked at baseball. I could play the outfield. I couldn't hit for shit. He would have just made me feel shittier. You know? Yeah. I, good thing. It just or just like, you know, a parent just in your ear just like, you know, maybe we I shouldn't be paying for this if you're gonna be out there sucking <laughs> like that. And you're like, I'm actually working at it. I'll just have no hand eye coordination. God damn it. Like maybe if you you know, but then you would know, hey, I need to work with this kid at home some if he really wants to do this or whatever. Uh it's very it's so much to it. And then like think about oh i wish i started music when i was younger or hey i wish i started this well now i spent my own money on equipment and now i spend my own money on anything i want to do so before i didn't know what the fuck i was doing i wouldn't have put my mental focus on that my parents were working yeah. too so they wouldn't have <clears throat> made me you know made me make sure i practice they would have made me practice at least the piano two hours a day most likely if I did it. but i would have been miserable <laughs> you know yeah, and then the, you and then the other thing to too mm-hmm. is uh as a kid, if you show like a small talent in something, it becomes who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So you like, uh, it. yeah, I feel like, I feel like for me, like I was like, oh, I got was good at math and science. So it's like, oh, Kalisa's going to, you know, he's going to you know, do, do great in math and science type, you know, ventures. And it's like, but the reality is I fucking hate school. I hate it. Even now. It's like I, I just sit there and like this is a waste of time. I can learn all this on the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I struggle with the things that uh, held value for my parents for me. And that's so. the, the, the parents, even if a kid is talented, they shove it down the kid's throat. They make it their entire life, and the kid hates that. So how many, yeah. how many major league everything's? hate the thing that they're doing. I fucking hate violin. I just do it because it puts me in the room with fucking, you know what I'm saying, these billionaires. And now I'm regarded this way. I low-key fucking hate everything about this. I really want to be a DJ. You know? I really want to be a cheese appreciator. They have a secret dumbass fucking thing that they want to do. You know? That, like, cheese appreciator. <laughs> I really want to fucking whittle, whittle down little wood puppets. And they show you their puppet collection. Like, you better keep on playing that violin, boy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's true. Like what we enjoy may not be what we're good at. 
Right. And that's the other thing, too, is, is you don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. You do not have to be good at something to enjoy it. Yes. Like sex. Wow. Like sex. I mean, I ain't very good at it, but I still think it's fun. That's I very mean, fun. I've been bad. I, you know, I, I, I still I, have some terrible times. So. I bet you sex is kind of like driving. Everybody thinks they're good at it. And uh, the reality is most people are terrible. No, I think sex is like riding a bike. It's all good if my dick get caught in that chain. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Gotta roll it up and tuck it like a pant leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, not because it's long. Just I'm <laughs> fucking the bike chain. I was like, oh, oh, dumb. Um, but uh, yeah, man, you know, there's a lot to the shit. And then you get, oh man, I feel myself. You know, I get deeper into. Here's a great statement from the commentary of the show Barry. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's about a fucking. Oh, a serial killer, Marine Saber. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, that was good. Uh, so, sorry, I unplugged my headphones. So. But I watched the commentary, and Bill Hader says, "You um, you start, you start manipulating. The closer someone gets to you is when you, when someone's close to you is when you start showing your most manipulative things, right? Like if I keep everybody at arm's distance, then yeah, I'm gonna be a great person, to everybody. But when you're real close to everybody in a close ass friendship or a close ass relationship, they all spend it all the time together." Now you start showing that you're a little toxic. Because why? Because there's things at stake like emotions or y'all two want to do something or you're always doing something. You know this person. So you start playing these, playing into the little, not the best parts of our personality to get these things done. You know, like poking at them or saying little bogus ass jokes or all over talking them, all these things because you're getting more comfortable. And also you want something. Even though you love that person, you can, it's easier to, it's, it's easier to hurt a bad friend. I mean, a good friend. It's easier to hurt a good friend off just off of distance. You see what I'm saying? How close you guys are, and so uh, that and so that with family, that with everyone, your family always feels that close to you because you guys are related and you guys grew up and they know you so well. So every time you see them, they they're gonna be their shittiest self right off the bat because <laughs> of yeah. that comfort. <clears throat> yeah, me and my me and my siblings, we are like immediately say the worst things to each other. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like. It's not even like, like I, because, you know, my wife, I, I am around like nicer siblings that say nice things to each other. And it's like, because oh, my wife. this is, I get this. This is, this is, this is normal people. And then, you know, you got me and my siblings were like fucking baboons, just fucking savages, just tearing each other up and fucking showing our bright. Nice. Awful. I mean, and sometimes I got, I talk with my family over this, uh, for, for Thanksgiving, I was on mom's side, and we all just roasted each other for an hour. It was g- amazing. I was gonna so, say that sounds great. It was amazing. We got on there and everyone talked shit on each other so bad. And I remember watching my mom do that to her brothers and sisters, and so it was like this not brothers and sisters, but to her cousins and stuff. And it was like they and they would hug each other afterwards. They would everyone would laugh. They would say this bogus ass joke, and then they would hug each other, and that's just how they greeted each other. So we all did that. It's like my parents 
it, it, all our parents passed that down to each other, to us. And so, like, that's a beautiful thing, and I loved it. But it's like, okay, I look at another family, and no one does that at all, and or people get pissed immediately, you know? Ooh, try to and, do that in my family. You, you, you couldn't do that in your family, you're saying? No. <laughs> Hell no. Well, I would have been done for You say one wrong thing. I put the wrong spork on the wrong side, bro, and it's game over. So there's all these different dynamics. There's all these different things. It's almost how the two people joke. When is it too bad? When is it unhealthy? We're all learning this stuff. And, you know, like, I, it didn't get bad. My mom, while me and my brother, my brother started talking way too crazy. And my mom said, all right, now, I'm your mother. Right? It got to that level for a second. And everybody had to calm down. But we were still able to talk shit to each other. But it's like, okay, you know, like, uh, there's lines. And you have to be respectful of those and all that type of shit. I like when we talk shit. It's fun. But also, if y'all just consistently hit at the same place over and over again, and then, like, I, 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 y'all didn't hear me when I'm like, hey, guys, this is it. I don't know. I really don't like that. When it, it had to I've already apologized for the hopeless comment. Come on. I was going to say that immediately. I thought about the hopeless thing. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. That was that last episode or episode you don't four? Even remember that. that. Not really. I don't know if I'll get that sound. beeping at you and Fess is like, hey, Mark, they want you to move your car, your house. And then you're <laughs> like, you got no loud. I was just, ooh. And I was like, well, I mean, Mark has lived in his car. Maybe he's actually a little upset about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now I'm having flashbacks to how that made me feel. And yeah, um, yes, yes, no, I'm just <laughs> Do you know what it's like sleeping in your car? Yeah. Oh, did I say that? No, you didn't say that. You just went quiet. And I was like, ooh, I think. I think Fez hit one of Mark's feelers. No, no, but that is funny as hell. Um, but <laughs> be, be, okay. shut the fuck up, Fez. But if you guys kept on going for that for a good ass minute, just Mark's a hobo, Mark's a hobo, <laughs> and cracking up laughing for the rest of the episode, yeah, I probably would have got off, or I would have tried to say some shit back to you guys, right? Oh, I remember, I remember the call sign and everything. Like that was the thing. I knew that about you. That's why you just like poke at this one thing my brother does that shit too bro all the time it's like repeat the same thing that you ask them not to do and then just over and over and over just to get you to react yes yeah yeah so i mean hey that is some shit tire you out or beat you down or keep on laughing until it's like and so but what and then you see how people really are when they're back into a corner like that emotional corner so um like we are people, but like the statements, the reason that we got this conversation is because, you know, someone saying we all related because someone was like, hey, you know, you don't really feel or like you've been saying, Dan, you don't really feel or how do you how do you not, you know, feeling like I'm feeling. It's like you don't get to tell me how I'm supposed to feel or how right. I'm supposed to speak or how I'm supposed to express. This is me yeah. and my shit. So, uh, man. Yeah, that's got to be frustrating, though, Danny, to be told that what you're feeling isn't, you know, like, no, you're wrong. Like, it's like at the most base level, your feelings are your own. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could say anything. You are not in my head, in my, you know, like, so how could you disagree with them, period? Like, or like, you could be right. Maybe I express my emotions completely different than you. But like, I've, have you ever heard like the idea that like, you and I could potentially see two different colors and still call them the same color, right? Yes, yes. So I could be looking at a stop sign and you could be looking at a stop sign and we're both like, that stop sign is red. But we don't know for 100% without a doubt that the color that Fez is seeing and the color that I'm seeing are the same thing. We have just been both taught 
that that color is called red. You know what I mean? So I feel like oftentimes we're quick to be like, well, this is this way because I perceive it that way. Um, and that was one of those things that I used to fucking hate hearing in the Marine Corps all the time. People come up and be like, you know, you get your ass chewed and they'd be like, hey, well, perception's reality, right? And it's like, no, bitch, perception is not reality. Reality's reality. That's why perception is its own word. Um, and I feel like people focus on that a lot. I mean, like, your hands are in your pocket, so you're doing nothing, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, I don't even know how I got to that. I got sidetracked, but yeah, no, I got I mean, like, so fucking tired of small statements. These yeah. small statements, these slogans that people are like, oh, that's how we are. That's the, that's the quote of the day that we all need to be living by. It's like, actually, no, that's not a truth. You can't put a whole existence of how we all should be acting all the time into three letters, three words. Perceptions, are, you cannot say that, okay, because I walked past and saw That is so wrong on so many levels. You know, perception is reality. That is tell you something that makes me feel kind of weird about me. It's because, like, what you guys are talking about, like, Mark, you're saying with people being like, well, this or that and telling you what to feel or, like, how you said with your interactions with people in general. Like, it got to the point now where it's, like, if somebody just doesn't like the way I react to something or something like that, um, I have honestly gotten to the point, and I don't, I don't think it's a good thing, but, like, I got to the point where it's like, okay, well, then see ya. You know, like... I am so unwilling to do something that is not me anymore because of consistently being told like, well, you think this or you think that. And like, I'm just no longer willing to like change myself for somebody else. So I'm like, it seems shitty because I feel like now I meet people and they're like, Hey, you know, you're kind of selfish and you're not, you're very, and I'm like, wow. I think sometimes the things people say about me now i don't think that my friends would have ever said about me like i don't know if you guys would be like hey daniel selfish you know or like yep, that bitch <laughs> would you like i mean I, i'm being honest like i don't like if somebody tells me like if somebody tells me that now and i'm like you are absolutely right i don't disagree with you i am being selfish now here's, because here's, i wasn't before here's the thing about the word selfish the only time people use that is because you have something they want yeah, if you're not giving them time or something, it's like, hey, I, you're right. I'm being selfish. I told you that I was going to do the things I wanted to do unimpeded. If I can't do that with you around, then I don't want you around. And it has nothing to do with like you, being nice me. or mean. It's yeah, it's me. amazing. You know, it's like, I want to be comfortable. Me, I yes. want to be comfortable. I can bring you into my world and we can like coexist side by side this way and if that doesn't work for you then i'm sorry but it doesn't work for me but like both of us get a say in what is working i think too many men and women in relationships in general are too willing to conform and change all of these things about themselves to start the relationship that they can't maintain it for long term because i'm a victim of that right i'm like hey i'm gonna bend over backwards do all this shit for you and be this person that's gonna do all the things and then I get burned out because I'm like, well, why am I doing stuff and I can't even get this or that, you know? So it's bad for me. And then I realize, like, I just can't do relationships, man. It's not, 
It's not a them thing. It's a me thing. Like, I'm like, no, I have boundaries a very specific thing that I want. Yeah. Dude, boundaries, someone telling you about what you should want or how you should spend your time or what you should be able to have or anything like that, bro. Like, to me, uh, not boundaries that you're talking about. You're talking about someone calling you selfish. But for me, that's a... Controlling. Yes. Someone yeah. overreaching into your life and you're saying, hey, I want to do this. Hey, this makes me feel good. Hey, I like this. And then that person says, you are something for doing that thing. <laughs> what? Why are you able to tell me what I am? For? Okay. So when you're like, hey, man, I need some time to myself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I've been out and about or I just don't need to be talking with people on the phone that much or I just need to be by myself. And then that person starts trying to tell you about yourself. You know what, Mark? You know what? You're this. You're selfish, bro. You don't care, bro. Are we yes. even friends, man? This. Yes. They attack you because you set up boundary. And you know why it's hard for us to set boundaries? Because our parents told us that it's hard, that, that we don't have the right to feel certain ways. Our parents are hey, like, you don't get to say anything. Yeah. Yes, your parents mm. were like, "I'm your mother. You need to learn to respect me. I'm your this. Yeah. You need to do this. What are you, you going to treat a lady like this? Blah blah blah. That's the type of shit that we hear." So then, I think we, we came from that generation of kids should be seen, not heard. And I think like that's there's like there's some good to that, but also there's like you're saying there's that bad part too. You know, like hey, nobody's paying attention to what anybody is saying. So then you learn these habits because it's just passed on down and down. Yes. Um, and, but then also it, it makes it harder for you to set boundaries in real life when you grow up. You see, Jose? So now oh, God, this person yes. is telling you something and that person is representing your mom, saying something different, the first person that you interacted with. And they're like, you're like, damn, this sounds like I'm, it sounds like a reprimand of when I would hurt my mother's feelings, you know, or when <laughs> I would do whatever I did then. So let me, man, I need to change something myself when really that person is overreaching into your life. <laughs> wild like you know it's so like everyone I, I not just any, any sex any gender should be like yo i'm setting up you have to block out other people and be like damn i'm doing this for me and i need to do that shit and that shit's hard to do and, it's uh, really hard man you've got to be uh, selfish sometimes to get what yeah. you need so it's well like, you just got to realize you're gonna lose people and mm -hmm. the, the moment you are willing to do that like i it got to the point where um it's funny that you're saying like you guys right if i if I come up to you guys and I tell you something, like, you know, like, if I didn't want to do something, I'm going to come up to you and be like, hey, you guys go ahead. I'm not going to go because I don't want to, right? I'm not going to expect some shit from you guys like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, all of those types of things. Um, I don't have those reactions with other people. Like, for example, with daughter's birthday, send out a message, meet up with a buddy. Haven't talked to him in a while. And he's like, dude, I never see you anymore. We got to do this stuff more and more. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, like I'm going to try to do that like, because I'm not going to. Every time I do, I don't hear from like, I'm not going to pretend. And then the person sits there and they look at you and they're like, you know, it makes them feel weird. And I'm like, I'm not saying it to be mean or rude or anything. I'm like, I'm just telling you to, to the, like, why do people do that? And I think this is where like, I'm pretty sure I'm autistic, but um, this is where it, it stems from. I like to look at people. And I'm like, so then you're just going to sit here and like, so you're going to say these things to make that moment that we haven't seen each other in like three years less awkward, like, hey, we need to do. And then two days later, when I mess it, you won't even respond to a message. You know, you just leave it on red for four days. And it's like, a, hey, do you want to come for a birthday party or yes or no? Um, and you just don't respond to it ever. Right. I'm like, those are the types of people like if you are not comfortable enough to say things like, Everybody deserves a place in this world, right? I don't think 
one person is different than the next. Like the president is no different than like some random fucking person on the street. But we as society act like people matter more than other people. Um, and I, I just think it's fucking weird because I'm not that type of person. I see like a politician coming towards me and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, buddy. You know, like I hate everybody the same. I'm not going to go out of my way like this guy makes more money than this guy. So I should be nicer to this person. I think all that societal stuff shifts us into these weird directions. I do too. Um, I do as well. Um, Fez, you got any feelings, man? You've been quiet. Are we, are we seen and not hurting you right now? Fez, you still upset about that fat misogyny comment? Oh, shit, man. We really, we really hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, dude. Uh, uh, I think they having so much access to people, motherfuckers. And these people are needy as fuck. So you are, you know, you get in a relationship with somebody, and then we write these social contracts, tracks with people, meaning, oh, I, I let you come over my place. And that's already far enough. No, I gave you my number, or we've chatted for a good minute. So that means I need to deal with you as a person, and all that means, no. I don't need well, to, a social contract. I made a, I make a date with you to kick it with you, even though we really don't have that time in life. And now I'm supposed to grin and say yes and make a false thing with you. No. So can I, I ask you saying. something? I talked to Fez actually recently about, um, so I was talking to somebody, right? Like, so I've been doing, uh, paying, uh, I mean, a bunch of personal life stuff we'll talk about later, but, uh, um, so Mark, and just so, just because I could hear you, yes, Mark, you did hurt my feelings, you <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, no problem. Um, so I was telling uh, <laughs> Fez that, like, so um, going out and doing stuff, right? Like, I got all this personal stuff going on in my life. I'm not at a point where I can really do much emotionally um, with people, right? Like, I just mm-hmm. can't sit around and explain to everybody that, like, what I'm going through, right? Like I'm going through probably the hardest time of my life lately. Um, and, and it's like, it is what it is, right? But I'm not the type of person that wants to sit and talk about it all the time necessarily. Um, but I wanted to hang out and like do stuff, right? I don't really have any friends here um, that will actually go and do anything. I got like, you know, sit in your garage, drink a bunch of beer and watch football friends. Um, and I don't really do football like that anymore. So like, well, I. I kind of being the piece of shit I am, I enjoy the company of women uh, more so than men um, oftentimes. So I'm like, well, I'll just go on dinner dates and do stuff like that. So I've been meeting and talking to people, um, just getting to know people, right? But I feel like with coronavirus going on, like there's this expectation, like, well, I got to find Mr. Right (laughs) on the internet. You know, there's not as much courting and dates and normal stuff. Um, So I was telling Fez that like, I was talking to this person and this person was really cool, right? Like, I really enjoyed talking to them. Uh, and we we're just casually talking. Um, and I had laid out, you know, like, hey, I'm seeing somebody. The person I'm seeing is okay with me seeing somebody else, you know. Uh, I had, like, another date before where it was, like, seeing somebody. It's like, well, you know, I'm going to have somebody coming into town and doing this. Um, so I'm honest with everybody and straightforward with everybody um, and letting them know what's going on. But also part of it's, like, I just, I don't even have the sexual drive I did before because emotionally I'm kind of burnt out. Uh, But I had told this person, I was like, hey, in conversation while we're talking, I was like, hey, you're kind of fun. Like maybe we could actually 
hang out in person sometime. Um, and then she was like, well, you know, you said you had been drinking, so maybe not when you've been drinking. And I'm like, okay, well, to me, I'm like, well, if I can't come over and hang out with you while drinking, but the activity you want to do is hang out and drink together, it seems kind of stupid that, you know, so I didn't think anything. I was like, well, maybe, maybe on Saturday we could, we could hang out. Um, and then Saturday rolled around and she ended up texting me at like one and I'm doing a bunch of stuff, right? I'm selling my house. I got a bunch of stuff going on. So I've been busy, um, like plugging holes in the wall, painting stuff and doing little onesie twosies. Um, and then, so she messages and I had totally kind of forgot about, um, doing something on Saturday because I was so busy. Um, and like, she's messaging me for maybe like three or four hours throughout the day. Um, and then later on, I'm like, I messaged something and she's, I was like, oh, so what are you going to do for the night? And she's like, well, probably not tell somebody that we're going to hang out and then not bring it up. And she's like, take care. And I was like, wow, you know, so take care. I'm like, let's, she doesn't wait, wait, you, 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 you flaked on her? I did not flake. So. No, oh, yes, Mark. I'm ah, so you're taking Fez's side already. No, no already. I'm taking his side, my side. He yeah. didn't know the story. This is the side of correctness. <laughs> <sighs> No, I so yeah, I basically I said, maybe we could hang out on Saturday, right? Uh -huh. We never locked down any plans. Or you didn't lock down a time or nothing like that. Okay. the fact that Saturday rolled around. And you didn't and say I, anything yet. I didn't come and say like, hey, do you still want to hang out? Or, hey, I'm not going to be able to hang out today or something. Um, and to me, like, I had been talking to her and laid out like, there was no sex plans, nothing like, you know, it was like, Hey, you're kind of, you're from Alabama. I'm around all these people in Seattle that are kind of weird. She can actually say stuff without getting offended. Maybe I could hang out with her. Um, and then it was like, take care, you know? And I'm like, everybody wants this specific exact thing and you have to do everything right the whole time. But um, Fez was like, yeah, dude, that's kind of fucked up. I'm like, how is that <clears throat> fucked up? Like, so in the original telling of the story, and the where I said, Danny, you were you fucked up in this. Uh, he had said that he would let her know on Saturday. He said, I will let you know on Saturday. So that to me is a is an indication oh. you're going to give a yes or a no on Saturday. And then the fact the other part that had come up that I didn't know is that she had been, you know, three to four hours trying to get a hold of you. So, yeah, dude, you flaked hard. No, she wasn't trying to get it. We were talking for that entire thing. Like, while I was doing stuff at the house, she was shooting oh. messages. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you were, we were, you were, were you not messaging her back? No, I was. We were, we were messaging together for, like, four hours. And then it was when I said something in specific. And I'm like, well, if, if we've been messaging specific? the whole what did you day. Say specific? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back to the messages. Was it something uh, like, was it like of the thing of we can't kick it today? No, I doubt. I doubt that. I mean, I'm gonna give her more credit for that. I, I really doubt. And the thing was like, the chick was really genuinely cool. You know, I like, oh, was it like, stuff going on. what was the gist of the message that made her say, take care? Was it like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm talking to many different people or. Oh, nothing? I think it was because I didn't, I, I didn't go into like some big long apology thing after, you know, she was like, yeah, I probably wouldn't. And I was like, oh, I probably I wouldn't have what? I told, oh, fuck, let me look it up. Hold on. Okay. I guess, like, I guess there's communication breakdowns. And it, I don't know whether, if you didn't talk to her at all the whole day, that's flaking. That's still not even flaking because you didn't lock anything down. And this dating shit is weird as hell. But, like, if she was talking to you and then she didn't express or she didn't put a leg out and say, hey, do you think we'll have time to get together? Then that's on the both of y'all. That's not you, especially if you're busy as fuck. I'm sorry. Like, that's not. 
if like I'm talking to you and I tell you, hey, I'm doing a million things, I got all this shit going on, and I'm telling you that, then you should have a, a olive branch of empathy and say, oh damn, yeah. maybe today might not be the day, but we'll kick it another day. And this some people are bad about judging what they can get done in a day. I know, yes. from, like for me, like yes. I, I'm like a hard like. Uh, you, well, you guys know, it's like, hey, can't do it this day. I got to do it Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, okay. Even though, like, on Saturday, I probably may have had an hour or two. It's just I don't want to commit to something I'm not for sure I can commit to. So That's I'm very, my thing. I'm very... I don't. I don't. And yeah. for me, it's like, so I, I found the message. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the short version. It starts here, like, uh, uh, she says, bleh. I may turn drunk history on and laugh. Have a good night. And I said, you too, lady. I may make another drink and go hide in the basement. Um, And she says, yes, cool. Enjoy it. And I said, I'll try. I hope you have a good night. She says, I'm having a swell one so far. Sure, it won't go sour. Thanks, right? And that is the hint. Something is already going on, right? And this is, we have been talking for... So the hint of like, I'm pissed? What's the hint? just so I can no, know. That's her hint telling me. Yes. But what can I'm I can now reading it? Can I hear it. the initial commitment or non-committal statement? That that's the thing. I, I would have to scroll back for like do, do it. four just days. Do it. We got time, messages. bro. We got uh, time. I want to see this. I I, I want to know. I don't me. know if it was a text or if we talked. Oh right. You didn't know what it was. Okay. I'm saying, look. Y'all are talking. So wait, wait, wait. Where's the lat? The final message is okay. She- that's that's what okay. I'm trying to get to. Okay. So then, um, she's like, "I'm having a swell one so far. I'm sure it won't go sour." Thanks. So I put like the little laughy emoji, and I was like, "It's that good, huh?" I was like, "Maybe you are as close to boring as me because we've been joking around about who's more boring, right?" Uh, and she's like, "I just stay positive, man. Can't let shit get to you." And then, or maybe I don't ask someone to hang out, then don't say shit about it later on. And I said, oh, my God, fuck, you're right. I'm going to ask. I'm sorry. I got distracted with the realtor and my house stuff. And she said, yep, all good. Take care. So then I'm like, for me, I'm not going to pursue that afterwards, right? Like, no, no, if you want the bonds that bad, if you want exactly. to get in her life, you could explain that. But really, also, for her to not have understanding with you apologizing, because Fez, he did apologize and say, I, I, did, I, did, I did hear the apology. I'm not saying that. I mm-hmm. was just saying that. She was right to have. Fez wasn't um, disagreeing with that. Fez was dis- Fez was saying the part about and, um, making a commitment and not, which I could agree with him. But and I, did, I did not make a commitment. I said maybe we could hang out on Saturday because I tried to hang out on Friday, but she was like, "Well, you've been drinking," and I'm like, "You said you have two, and that's what we were." Going Dude, to do all drink and hang all out. dates are tentative. It's all tentative. People are going through things mm. in life. You have to understand that somebody may cancel. You know how many dates that I was supposed to go on one day and then some came up? That happens. That's life. Yeah. So you can't have well, that's the thing. For that. I am the asshole for this stuff all the time, right? And I'm like, to me, like no, me not going back and being like, hey, let me go through and explain to you that like hey, actually, I don't get to see my children all the time. I'm still trying to go through and finalize my divorce, and I'm being forced out of my house. Like, well, not yeah, that's enough, but I have to sell that. my house. Yeah, you exactly. Don't need to explain that. So that's why I'm like, I'm not going to even fucking do it. Like, If you if me, okay, first bye. one time, you think that's a flake, and you think that that's the worst thing ever, your world is too small, and you don't have to. Then why am I going to hang out with you yeah, again? Yeah, why right? would I put that in and then work? Unless I really like you, which I, it's not that much. Which I did, but, but not enough really? to deal with that. Like, yeah. That. 
but that's and my then, thing. There's levels the, that you're willing to deal with. The yes. only thing I had stated, you know, and like this is this not the first half. I prefaced it with, "Daddy, you're my friend, so fuck her. She's wrong." Yeah, he did say that. Okay. I will say that no matter what. I don't. I don't give a shit about this. this I'm gonna take woman. your side because you're my friend. <clears throat> um, but big so old I'll, fat butt. I'll, I'll, I'll say like, Danny is busy. And he's fucking going out. It's like, hey, I want to hang out. And I get it. It's just it's like, he got a lot going on. And I think he's, what the, the intention is of this site is emotionally you're available to be seen. And then he's not. So I think it gets, especially if you're, 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 you're the person no, feels like they're. I some penis and that's about it. Thank Emotion. you. There's, there's like, nothing wrong got, with, I, there's, there's a hookup culture. And he's allowed to be in there right now, just like women that, are. That, yeah. I'm not saying he's not allowed to. Okay. I'm just saying that. You know, some people expect commitments to be made. That's it. Yeah, okay. that's true. But and that's, for me, that's it's it. like, I'm so fucking open and honest about everything in the beginning. First of all, people think I'm lying all the time because I'm too honest. First of all, like, the first there's no way. I'm we're ever going to hang out. You should not be saying a word about a fucking commitment. Any, <laughs> the word commitment shouldn't be anything when I haven't even seen you in person yet. What exactly. What are we using this word commitment for? I promise yeah. you, no. We're talking online on a, on thing. I could still be a murderer. You're, what are you saying? How right. are you, <laughs> I could still be planning your death. Thank you. What are you yeah. saying? I could be laying plastic down here with my blood splatter. I'm <laughs> sorry. I can't. You can't come over today. The murder isn't perfect yet. I mean the date. Exactly. Right. I mean, like this whole dating thing, and just like the commitment. She might have been look the way girl women work. She might really have liked you, and then you did that, and then she wanted you to be like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I got a lot going on. You know, she wanted you to do that, and then you drop. You actually not saying anything back. She might be like, oh, he really, he really cut me off because bitches will try you many, many times. Take, it's called takeaway. Try to take the pussy away or hold her hostage because yeah. you did something, and then they want you to fight it back. And be like, okay, I see you really like me, so you earned it. Fuck that, dude. Then there's somebody that's yeah. super chill out there that'll just fucking come over, and there's none of that, and kick it with yeah. you. And they may not be. What's gonna happen could happen. What'll happen in the moments is like she didn't need anything right there. She's busy, and you're busy too. And then y'all accidentally end up liking each other because it's like, fuck, I can't even get a hold of this person, and they're cool as fuck, you know. Um, I can. We it's a, it's a surprise every time we can get together, and that's and, just. Know, yeah. and that, I I would say on the other side too, like you know, for me, like back way back in the day when I was like on you know like a dating scene, I text somebody if they didn't respond, that's where the conversation ended, mm-hmm. and you know like I see people were like, hey, you there? How you been? You there? You still alive? You know all yeah, these different for like, things. For like, three years. Like, yeah, that's that's hey, so been? desperate. Like I I would never pursue like that. You know, like somebody, you know, if they're if they're not willing to answer me back, that was literally the end of it for me. You know, yeah. it's it's not that much effort to be like, you know, just LOL or you know. But you yeah, apologize. You already apologized. You said my fault. I got yeah, you all did what's going on. And then she says, "Okay, good night. Take care." Like fuck Take you. Care. Well, That's kind of my thing, and I'm like. For me, and she used the word like, "swell." I feel like you've been catfish. Swell already. Then it was done. Well, that's what said, right? that's yeah, what Alabama like, funky bitch. And I'm just playing. I don't know what, what she is, but still, like <laughs> she using yeah, swell. So, but ahead, that's sorry. that's that is the type of interaction I have with people, um, and it does like it bodes well for me sometimes, but other times it doesn't. You know, like um, I don't think that people truly like honesty. I think people want honesty but they still want 
a little bit of it sweetened up, a little bit of sweet. Put some sugar on it, please. Just a sprinkle. Yeah, I I learned that lesson so many times. I'm so dumb. Yeah, I think Um, for me, it was always this difficult. Like, like I, how abrasive I am. My my nature of just being like super abrasive. Men are okay with it. Women Mm -hmm. have never been, so I can never hang out like. You know, like not not like a, you are actually the hardest person to introduce to a woman. Then, like, be like, no, this is my friend Fez. I swear to God, he's actually an okay person. <laughs> exactly. I swear he's actually okay. But you, like, have to reiterate that. If you're gonna introduce me to your guy friends, how would you do that? Yeah, no problem. Hey, this is my fat friend. No, Fez. you would just walk up with you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So already, there's there's really there's an understanding that women are a little bit different. And me as a friend, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not water. I'm not for everybody. I am like that weird fucking flavor of beer that only like 10 people drink. That's me. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, this- not, I'm constantly told that I talk to women just like they're dudes. And I'm like, well, I mean, equality, you know, like I don't plan it, but like I call them man and dude. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to change the way I talk for anybody based off of your sex. Like that seems yeah. weird to me. Seems and that's, funny. A, that's the same thing too, is like, as much as I call you out on your stuff, I will call, I call anybody out. Like somebody says something that I don't think is correct. I say something and a lot of people. To a fault. Exactly. And like, there's a lot of women out there who don't get corrected because some dude is looking to get something from them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, you're wrong. This is, you know, you need to fix that. Like what? How dare you? No one ever talks to me like that. It's like, well, sorry. This is just who I am. So, it's, no, uh, um, then they want to fuck you because you're the only one that ever corrects them. Mm, then they have right. a twinkle in their eye. Like, uh, they have a twinkle in their eye. Like, wow, you really put me in my place. And you're like, yes, bitch, do it big, again. Powerful job. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck away. Go do it correctly and then come back to talk. Why are you still talking to me? Yes. Go the fuck away. Dude, you should not be on Tinder. You should be on Hinge, first of all. Hinge, uh, John? Is that what I got to do? Yeah, dude. Hinge's Tinder is straight up. Like, it's just a mess. of just hooking up. I mean, look, either one you can use to be hooking up, but Hinge, you'll at least find some people. You can at least tell a girl, hey, like, I would like a relationship, but right now I'm not fucking, I'm not in that space. You could say something like that, and they'll be like, okay. And you'll be able to hang out with somebody for a few until they're like, so at what point are you trying to get a relationship? And then you can ah, which sounds so bogus. Right? Which yeah. sounds awful, but just like that's it sounds evil. It sounds like you're wasting by time, but like that's the game. It just is so, the game, dude. Is it? Uh, so I asked, right? like I'm I'm seeing somebody, but like that part, like I can't deliver all the things that they need. So I'm like constantly, well, if you need something I can't deliver, go somewhere else. Go somewhere else to get that thing you know like um i think it's kind of fucked up if i know it's not you know you should be able to let people go or let them go no no for me yeah i think it'd be kind of fucked up for me to be like hey you know i'm not really in this good space but you need to stick around and it's all oh yeah right 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 yeah that's the bad part that's when it's fucked up always give them options to leave give them options they don't want truth and they don't want an option to leave it's an option go do whatever you want and like then you can come back and we can hang out. Like, if you want to go around and go on dates with other people, go on Feel dates fulfilled with other in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like, all I care about is truth, honestly. Like, that's for me. I just tell me the truth about everything and you can do whatever you want. But I just want honesty. Yeah. I think honesty is a super important thing. 
Can you guys not hear me again? No, I heard you. Oh, we can't. We're doing oh. fine now. Were you saying? Were you saying? Um, were you, did you think that I was lying with the last thing I said? Fast? You think that was a lie? No, no, no. Oh. I was worried that my fucking connection went away again. I was like, oh, oh okay. shit, maybe they can't hear me. I'm not gonna sit no, here no, talking. No. We just got uh, super quiet after you said no, that. No, 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 no. I was. Oh, I was gonna ask you the same thing that I asked Danny. I was like, do you look for dude friends on Tinder? You, you can do that on Bumble. You can't do that on Tinder. Bumble. Okay. Yeah. Because Danny was saying he was having a hard time meeting dudes. That's why I told him he's looking for the, you know, because of COVID. I was like, he's well, looking I'm for that real Well, I'm having a hard time meeting dudes to sex. I, I meet dudes all the time. Like, <laughs> I've got no problem making dude friends. I just, you know, I just yeah. want that I'm actually interested thing, in banging. I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple apps where you could like swipe on people for music. You know, like friends is, is even harder in relationships. I feel like, like you get penetration and not even had any things in common. But like what you need to make friends, it's easy. It seems easy in the moment, but like, what happens when you actually make a friend is like all these, uh, all these, in, uh, what is it called? Instances of where you guys are having a interaction, and then there's a slight thing of, of connection of moral or like uh, moral or interest that you guys like, and then slowly but surely you start talking, and slowly but surely, and then there's a moment of like, you're a cool motherfucker, but usually you're not putting yourselves in that position. It's like you're at work. Or you're fucking at school, or you're, you know what I'm saying. So for a friendship to happen, it's like all these weird ass things, and like it's yeah. it's a weird ass thing. And then as you get an adult, you're fucking not even putting those positions no more. There's no there's no uh, more uh, institutions that allow for those interactions to happen. That's like uh, I think I told you one time I was at work and uh, people were talking and they were talking about a plan, and I was a new guy. I'd been there like four days, and it's like you know, okay, this is a thing I could talk in, and somebody was like, oh, you know, like. Like, I want to go through this plan, make sure there's no, you know, there's no issues, there's no chinks in these armor, and, you know, like, and we get this solid. And I sit there, and I'm just like, you know, I, I, everything processes through my brain, and I just say Asian American, and everybody turns at me and looks at me like, what did he say? And, like, there's, like, confusion. I was like, the term is Asian American, and then, you know, like... <laughs> It was a joke that just hit hard. It's like, oh, none of these people are gonna like me at all. So mm. yeah, I do, I do know that. And there's those mm. moments where you're like, you're like, oh yeah, it's either I put this out there, and right away I know who's gonna like me or not like right. me. Right, and I fuck this interaction up. Yeah, that's dude. Crazy. I've had jobs where I kept trying to make jokes like that, and then the mo- the timing and everything is perfect, and everyone just like, yeah, and keeps on going. And, that's what it uh, was. It was one of those, and I just felt like you know, I stood there and listened to the plan, but inside my head, I was just like, I want to be under this desk. I don't want to be here right now. This is the worst, and everybody's already forgotten about it. But you're like, I am so. <laughs> Sometimes when I see somebody, when I see somebody bomb like that, I'll still be like, that joke went well over, huh? Went over really well, didn't it? And then they fucking laugh. If it, the only time they'll laugh is if they are a person that understands they were trying to make a joke and it's funny when jokes bomb. But sometimes they were really putting themselves out there and that only hurts them more. And I was trying to make a friend there because I, I thought the joke I, was funny. Damn. I would have enjoyed that. If someone would have been like, yeah, the joke bomb, I'd be like, thank you. You got the joke. That's it. Yes. But not yeah. like, you know, me just saying Asian American twice just made me feel even worse. Dumb. Now I'm repeating yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, maybe they think I'm super woke. You know, like, I, you know, I'm sitting there like running through like 
algebraic equations on what happened in this interaction. And like, what could oh, they gosh. think that just was? You just they'd be like, does everybody get it? And he'd be like, yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know that I said that and try and explain the joke. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> can I interrupt this important meeting? Did we get the joke? I just want to know if you guys all really don't like me or is this because this is hilarious. Asian American and that makes sense <laughs> because... Uh, What's even better is it was awkward humor, and had there been a camera, it would have been even more awkward, and other people would have enjoyed it more. But I was the only—I felt like I was the only one that was there. Was the camera, camera guy just zooming in on you, and you doing looking down, like <laughs> counting on your fingers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's looking at this piece of paper like it suddenly became really important. Super important. No, <laughs> watch him as the joke bombing seeps deep into his soul. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, and you're always sitting there. It's worse when you have you a bunch sweat of one drop, <laughs> and, and like at the, like it would be better oh. at the end of the meeting where you could just run away. But it was like during the middle, you're just like, ah, uh. it was like a like a huge meeting, just like an office, like you know, like planning session. It's like, oh god, hilarious. Mark, were you there when we did that sandbox talk that one time where we're getting? I'm, it's not not a missed joke or whatever, but I remember. Uh, VMU three sent uh, Mark and I out to uh, the USS Peleliu. We took a helicopter out, flew onto a boat to do like a training op for naval gunfire, um, and we're like the whole job. I don't even remember what we we're supposed to do there. We were a liaison for something, but we basically just walked around and did nothing on a ship for like ten days or something. But um, I remember we went to the sandbox talk. You know, we're getting ready to plan out this procedure and whatnot. And here I am like, oh, yeah, they need us to go in there. And we're supposed to be helping, like, I think it was like scout snipers or, or something. But um, I remember they're like, hey, you know, Sergeant French, go get with them. And, you know, you're going to go over here and um, get with these guys and let them know what we can provide for them. And I remember walking over. This was like the, the one operation we were supposed to do the whole time. And I walked up to, like, the infantry guys, right? And I'm like, hey, man, um, I'm with, uh, they're like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm Sergeant French with uh, VMU-3. You know, and they're like, who? And I'm like, like, the UAVs? Oh, fuck that. We don't want you. And I'm like, well, all right, man. Yeah, man, we're not putting that fucking noisy thing over our head. And I'm like, all right, then. See you later. I turned around and walked off. But I remember feeling like, wow, there, there we are. It would have been, like, totally fine. But I'm walking up to this op, and it's like all of these, you know, officers, high-ranking people. And I walk up, and basically have the the ground guys like yeah fuck you your job sucks get away and then we just sat there for a week and did nothing Although yeah was good i but. wasn't there you just told me that that happened and it was <laughs> you walk i remember you coming back way faster than i thought you were going to and he's like yeah they said they don't want us and i'm like what <laughs> what but, but i'm like it was have great. Yeah, super high in the air because they maybe have not heard it. And but that is funny. Like we spent all that time. We spent th- thousands of dollars probably getting of helicopter fuel, getting us on there. They had to find a, all that shit that they had to do to get us where we needed to be. To um, do nothing. To do nothing. Let's sleep for a week. But also it's like, okay, I wonder if, you know, when they would say, hey, we want it to be quiet and then we would go super high up or shit, you know, and it would you wouldn't be able to hear us. Would that have been okay then? But could we even have gotten that airspace one See? and two? But that's and, the thing is, we we know that they would have heard things us regardless. Yeah, they, they right. would have heard us regardless. Yeah, you know? and it's like I know that, but I just remember being kind of offended, like, "Oh God, these guys don't even want us here." Yeah, um, 
but in reality it was it was a benefit because then we just we didn't have to do any work the whole time but yet inside you're you were a little soul crushed yeah i got a i got a little butthurt you know i'm like i'm pretty good at my job and i can help these people out probably like, come over fuck like, these guys fuck you i don't want yeah exactly and i'm like well fuck you guys you guys are the ones that are badass and doing all the cool stuff yeah i'm jealous that's what it is I'm, I've never been jealous of that. I'm like, man, you guys don't sleep in a bed? Ugh, that's fucking silly. You got to go hike out there? It's fucking hot. You got to sleep out there? It's cold. Right. If my you, you know, my if you, air conditioning goes down in the box, and I'm upset. I'm a creature of comfort. You know, maybe my, my, as soon as I joined, that would be a different, uh, different story, but... After you a couple years in, I was like, where the, where the AC couldn't keep up and you're just like, this is bullshit. And you're like, <laughs> not even taking into account that there's people out there getting shot at. And it's and you're like, hot. or you're like, who the fuck ate the last muffin? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> that, that's, that's the day, you know, like, oh man, it fucking ruined my day. That was my muffin. Right. Hey Mark, Somebody... go give me a fucking rip it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well guys, uh, this has been enjoyable. I agree. Um, I, I do got to get off. I got to get started on get everything. About. What's that? Oh, never mind. But all right, let's see if I get it right this time. I jacked it up multiple times. Thank you for joining us on Redeeming Qualities, the podcast, and not how men speak, how friends speak. You did it. I Nailed did it. it. Nice Peace. work. Yes, yes, Peace. I got it. All right, later. later.